welcome to the Yowie Know Podcast, part of the Morgan Knows Podcasting Network. You're in the ring with Jimmy and Rod. Rod, what are you hot about today? I'll tell you what I'm hot about. I'm hot about the fact that I may sound a little bit different. I may be a little more bassy for everybody out there. I got a little, a little bit of bassy. a sinus thing happening. No COVID-19 here, just a little bit of a sinus thing happening, so I'll still be able to perform. But here's what I want to start with, Jim. A year ago today, Extreme Rules pay-per-view under a different regime, we had one, one, (laughs) count them, one Extreme Rules match between Roman Reigns and someone who's performing in this Extreme Rules pay-per-view, just a different character. Jimmy, the Demon versus Roman Reigns Ah. was the only excuse they had to even call this throwaway pay-per-view Extreme Rules last year. This year, my, 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 I'm pretty darn excited for this. Almost like it's a SummerSlam. How do you feel? The end of the demon 2021. Yes, you had a character that was beloved. It was mysterious and undefeated. And you just beat him because he he fell off a rope and the rope broke and it was okay. Uh, I'm pumped about Extreme Rules. Here's, Here's something that, Rod, you don't know very much about how Triple H books because you never really watched NXT. But Raw and and SmackDown are a lot like NXT was. You're going to get some really good matches. You're going to get some talking segments that lead into these really long, good matches. But overall, some of the shows can be really good. Some can be boring. But they all do lead up to pay-per-views or premium live events in this case. And these premium live events are going to have fantastic matches on it. I think one of the things that I'm really looking forward to is there are six matches on this show, Rod. Not 11, not nine. There are six matches. They're all going to get their time. They're all, they all have stipulations because it is extreme rules. I'm pumped, Rod. I really am too. I can't believe that I am this excited for a type of match, right? Like normally they, they attach little things to matches and you're like, okay, fine, cool. But the fight pit between Rollins <laughs> and yes. my boy and my ex-boy, excuse me, Matt Riddle. And now we add in a special guest referee, which is going to mean all new things. So yep. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see how that comes off. I love a good old fashioned strap match, especially when Jim, as you allude to, we take the time to tell the story. It mm-hmm. makes sense that McIntyre and Cross are in a strap match because how many times has Karrion Cross snuck up behind Drew McIntyre, right? At this yep. point, he's not going to be able to do that. So you've made that make sense. Imperium versus Brawling Brutes is even Let's something. Go. Exactly. Under an old regime, it would have seemed like a throwaway. They'd have had it at the beginning. Nobody would have cared. This is going to be an absolute banger. And Jimmy, we record this tonight before SmackDown. Is there a chance Sheamus walks into Philadelphia with the belt around his waist? He could. He very well could. Sheamus has really gotten over from that match even a little bit more than uh, than, – uh, Gunther, I want to call him Walter all the time. But you. More I'm so Gunther. proud of you. You're gross up, Jimmy. I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, he, he has he has gone, and why not? Gunther is still going to be a badass no matter what, given the match. And then guess what? You've got the third match in the series that you can really do some good stuff in because it's going to be another great match. So, yeah, he definitely could be. I'm I'm really excited to see that match. I mean, I'm absolutely excited to see all of them. I really am. But there's a few that I really haven't landed on which way I'm going to lean. So I, I, I still hope I have a few minutes to try to gather my thoughts before I actually have to start getting down on paper here. So we do. They've, they've had a really good buildup to the pay-per-view. And one of the big stories going into the pay-per-view is the White Rabbit. SmackDown two weeks ago when everyone thought the White Rabbit 
who everyone thinks is Bray Wyatt, was going to debut, did a tremendous number. Because especially during a Braun Strowman match, which Braun Strowman has had some uh, some ties to Bray Wyatt in the past, and then this past week, it didn't do as well. So we are all expecting Bray Wyatt to come back, and the pop will be fantastic. I think whatever they come up with will be great, but it does boil down to, Rod, the past couple iterations, his matches haven't been that good, even though he's good in the ring, but the people who have come out of the matches, including your boy, really didn't benefit from them. So I think that is a challenge that both he and Triple H need to come up with where they get good matches and people are better after the feud is over. Let me ask you this. How about yep. he just comes back as that Husky guy character? What if Husky he just Harris? Blows, yeah, what if he just comes back as Husky Harris and just absolutely blows everybody's mind and is just Husky Harris and like that's how we roll a little bit, kind of like we had a... Uh, Ezekiel and uh, rolling a little bit, right? He just comes out to the ring, Husky Harris. What do you think? Uh, holding a white rabbit, like a like a live white rabbit. Sure. Maybe maybe like uh, maybe you know he'll have something in his like Eric uh, uh, Eric Rowan did, but he had something in this little basket that he had a, a, a tarp over, and it's actually a white rabbit. It could be, yeah. I don't think that's going to happen, Rod. Um, but if that's how he comes out, do you think the fans are still going to be as excited? Because that's kind of uh, what no. I was trying to get at with that question, Jim. Is right <laughs> is that you guys are all getting whipped into a fervor, right? And yeah. I see all of the chats on there, and I hear all of the people, all the wrestling luminaries that I admire, your David Shoemakers. Your Peter Rosenberg, your Stack Guy Gregs, all these guys that I admire, your Jimmy Jamriskas, all of these yeah. guys that I thank go you, to and you. I lean on for my WWE knowledge, they tell me that Bray Wyatt coming back should be something I should be absolutely excited for. So here's my question to you. Has Bray Wyatt factored into any way you want to try to call the ending of a match in Philadelphia? Because I believe if he doesn't show up at this premium live event, then they're just jerking us all around for nothing. I don't see what match it would be. I think it's going to be something something separate. Because um, really, if you look at the card, the only people that he would even... It would make sense would... I mean, it doesn't make sense for Edger Balor match because there's so many people involved in that already. Carrying Cross and Drew McIntyre, I guess, would be the only match that it would even make sense unless they want to go back to Seth and, and Bray to kind of... You know, Triple H wants to kind of make that right, that feud right. So that could happen. But that's got Cormier in there. So I don't see where it would fit in. So I don't think it's going to be in a match. I think it's going to be something else. But you do think that he's appearing in Philadelphia, though, because they've they've really just gotten us whipped up to a fervor and we've done the, the QR codes and, and all the and the what the, the they papered people's parking or their cars in a parking lot somewhere, right? That was sure. the thing I yep, read about. Yep, yep. Yep. I mean, we've been doing all of this. So you think that we're going to get some payoff in Philadelphia or do you think that actually they're going to yank the rug out from under us again? No, I think we're going to get a payoff. I think we'll get the payoff in Philadelphia. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you to that then. But I, that's not an official prediction for our uh, for our game. That's not an official prediction. But I will be willing to give you at least half a bonus point if you are correct about that. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Speaking about our game, this is how it works. We have uh, Chris King and uh, Mark Nipper, uh, the Cleveland Crippler, I believe. Um, they give their picks. Rod and I give our picks, and at the End of uh, end of the year here. We'll tally it up and see who's winning. I think I'm tied right now, if I do re- remember correctly, uh, for the win, which I should be, um, from the last pay-per-view or the premium live event. So I think one thing about this 
live event is we really don't know what the main event is. So that's something I'd like to talk about after we're done. You know, which which match do we think uh, is the main event? So, Rod, I'll give you some time on that. But let's start with the SmackDown Women's Championship match in a bat match. Uh, Liv Morgan, <laughs> Extreme Rules match, but they, they're going to use bats. Uh, sorry. Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. Uh, Liv Morgan came down this past week with a bat to try to beat up Ronda Rousey, and Ronda Rousey killed her. Yeah, um, I think that will happen again. I think it is time to take the belt off of Liv, put it on Ronda, and have Ronda have a really solid run as a as a badass champion. Ronda Rousey is going to get the win here, in my opinion. All right, let me let me ask you a couple of quick questions here before I give you my prediction. Sure. One. We've seen Ronda Rousey get arrested on an episode of SmackDown before for disobeying Multiple Adam Pearce, times. I guess. Yes. Right? But but beating sure. on Liv Morgan with the bat, that doesn't rise to a level of Ronda needs to be hey, handcuffed. That's Liv's fault. I'm sorry. She brought the bat down. I know I listen, I know. I just I just was making a yeah. joke there. Then and then here's yeah. my other question for you, okay, Jimmy. Sure. Imagine, if you will, that you're, let's leave gender out of it because we know we're talking about a women's match, but imagine, if you will, you're a white meat baby face, okay, who sure. really is kind of maybe not getting over with the crowd at the moment. Do you want to show up as the champion in Philadelphia? See, that's a great question because I think they're going to like her more than Rousey. I completely disagree with you. I think I what's going to happen. I think they're going to like her way. more than Rousey, dude. I really do. Rousey, that's a great point. I love that point, and that's why you're here. That's why you are on the Yeah We Know podcast. You're in the ring with Jimmy and Rod at Yeah We Know Pod, Yeah We Know Pod at gmail.com. I think they're going to be more pro Liv Morgan than Ronda Rousey. They're going to boo Rousey a lot. See, look at this. You and I, we're at, we're at odds. I'm going the other way on this. Okay. I think that this Philadelphia crowd is going to be pro Ronda. I think they're sick of Liv. I think they're going to boo Liv. And I think Triple H knows that. And I think we're going to see Liv break bad here and come out with the belt from just like she's going to get a hold of Ronda with the bat and it's just going to get ugly, right? Kind of like Rock Mankind Rumble. It's okay. just going to get ugly. She, they're going to start the match against her and she's going to soak it in and by the end of it, basically flipping them all the bird, walking out with the championship. So I'm going against you right so off you're the going, bat. You're going with your namesake. Liv Morgan is is going out the champion. I like that. Going out the champion and going out heel. Okay. A, a, an actual turn while holding the belt. Unprecedented. Okay. So... Uh, Chris King also agrees with me, which I don't know if how I feel about that. Rousey beating Liv Morgan. And the Cleveland Crippler also agrees with, with, with me as Rousey wins setting up a storyline with Shayna Baszler. So, Rod, right right off the bat, one of us is going to be in first. One of us is going to be in last. I like I that. I feel good about that one because I think Triple H knows that Liv is just going to – they're not going to buy it, man. They're not going to buy it. She maybe she might even get some a, whole, a smattering enough of booze that, like, it's – it's it's. Just, I'm telling you, I don't like, I don't like Liv's – entering as a hero's champion in Philadelphia chances. I really don't. Okay. All right. In an I quit match, Edge versus Finn Balor. Uh, let's go to Mark here. Mark uh, thinks that Balor wins with help from Judgment Day and with a surprise turn by AJ Styles, where Chris thinks that Edge is going to beat Finn Balor. Rod, I'm interested to see where you're going with this, and I'll, then I'll give you mine. Uh, I absolutely completely disagree that AJ Styles is going to end up in Judgment Day. Like, I just think that that's no. We we can. I think we need. Doesn't to make think, sense. Yeah, I think we need to think about war games here. Okay, yep. I think everybody is doing way too much penciling in the bloodline. 
into a war games match and i don't necessarily know if we want to do that because we have belts okay on on members of the bloodline yes we might like to put them in an in an individual match in said pay-per-view so i think what we're trying to see here is get somebody who can go against the judgment day right so that's going to be edge that's going to be ray that's going to be aj styles that's going to maybe be madcap moss maybe a few other people so i am actually going judgment day here as well I don't like that I'm going with the crowd, but Judgment Day doesn't get very many wins. And if we're going to try to put Judgment Day into a War Games match, which, Jimmy, I'm going to let you give your pick, and then I have a sidebar question for you. Sure. But if we are going to put... <laughs> I think I know what your sidebar's going to be. If we are going to put the uh, Judgment Day into a War Games match, we're going to yeah. need to hype them up a little bit. So maybe getting their second victory, if I'm not wrong here, would be a way to do that. So I think this is Finn Balor, and I don't think it's close. Because of what Edge said on uh, on Raw during his interview, he said there is nothing physically you can do to make me say I quit. They're not going to do anything physically to him. They're going to get either his kids involved, which I'm not really buying that, but I think Beth Phoenix is probably going to be put in some kind of situation that is not ideal um, from uh, from your girl. And I think that he is going to be forced to say I quit to save Beth Phoenix. Ah, you're absolutely right, man. We haven't, like, we saw Beth once a while back, but then we kind of haven't seen the cuts to her, right? She had, haven't seen a whole lot of tweets from her. So I'm like, is she doing some, is she doing some work? Is she getting that back softened up, so to speak, right? Hardened up, however you want to think about it, right? I think, is is she doing that? And then, with my war game scenario, we're yes. probably going to need to mix up the team. So there's got to be a female on that team. Why wouldn't it be Beth Phoenix? See, Jimmy, this is why you are who you are. And I put you up there with the Rosenbergs and the Masked Man and the Meltzers and all the rest. That you, I turn to you for the knowledge. I can't just text those people and get them to text me back at any moment. But I have somebody who's just as good right at my fingertips. Well, and thank you. And I just think it, it was kind of a, a, a blaring he said it specifically nothing you can physically do to me to make me say so I good quit. because in in the history of i quit matches they're littered with things of that nature are they not correct i mean you go back to the rock and mankind where you heard mankind say i quit i quit i quit but you never saw his lips move and which that came from a promo he cut sounded a couple of days awfully before, familiar right? to a promo yeah, yeah exactly so um we've had that before um we have bret think- hart's mom throwing in the towel there, yes, uh, there's. There, there, look at you watching old school stuff. I like that. So we have Austin uh, we, who just passed out rather than say I quit. Correct. Yes. Uh, which the the double turn match was fantastic there. So uh, you did have a question for me, Rod, and I, I I I have a feeling I know what it is. What's your question concerning this match that could possibly lead to something with War Games? Well, here's the thing. I'm excited yeah. for War Games, and I know that like it was big news that like the ringer was given all this credit for breaking it and all of the above, but what exactly is a War Games match? I mean, I have a sneaky feeling here that it's just kind of a glorified cage match, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe you're going to tell me there's something a little different about it. It's pretty cool. You need to watch the last couple of... Uh, you need to watch the War Games match uh, with Pat McAfee in it. You need to watch really? the match uh, in NXT a couple uh, the the past couple War Games matches. I think the last one wasn't the best, but the past couple have been fantastic. So War Games for all of you listening here is a WCW, and it was probably before WCW, but it was a WCW uh, NWA. It was NWA um, kind of uh, creation where you have two full rings next to each other. Oh, encased in a steel cage. Now the original one had a cage on top, so it had it was it was kind of a hell in a cell over two rings. 
Um, the NXT ones don't have the cage on top because you can do a lot more stuff off the top of the cage. And then you have two teams of either four or five. Um, and you start off one-on-one. And the other members of the team are on the top of the ramp in cages themselves. And whoever wins the coin toss gets the third person in. So oh, wow. doing this correctly, the bad guys always ha- get you know the third person in. So you got two on one bad guys against good guy. The match does not begin, Rod, until all eight or ten people are in the ring. As soon as that final member of the of the team gets in the ring, that's when war games begins, Holy and that's smokes. when it's pin or submission. So you got to have some people who can absolute work who are going into yes. that ring early on because they're yes. going to have to be battling it for a while. Um, you you talk about your Tommaso Ciampas, you talk about your Adam Coles, your Kyle O'Reillys. They have, I talk about those guys all the time. All the honestly. time. I mean, if you had a quarter for all the times that I brought up Kyle I, O'Reilly, I'd have I'd have twenty five cents now. Um, you're going to watch this war games uh, that uh, they were in. And you're just not going to believe it. It's an amazing match. It is a brutal match. Uh, but yeah, there are two rings next to each other. Now, it so is kind of weird to be there live. I've never been there live, but it would be weird because you've got two rings set up next to each other the whole time. Uh, there is usually one ring that is designated. This is the ring you can be in uh, for your other matches on the show. But um, then they put that up. So yeah, it's 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 going to be terrific. Oh, man, you had me at two rings, to quote Jerry yeah. Maguire there. I mean, that's incredible stuff. And then, yeah, because somebody's going to jump from from one cage over into another ring. I mean, it's just there's going to be some great stuff happening, so I'm excited for that. But now that I think about well, I guess Finn Balor does some stuff off the top of the rope, so, and, and Mysterio oh, yeah. will certainly do some stuff. So if, if oh, I am yeah. correct in sniffing out Judgment Day in the War Games match, they could do some things. Priest pu- passing out punishment, come on. Yep. I like, how you, I, like, I like what you did there, and I don't even think you meant to do it. No, so, you know I did. Come on. I'm getting better and better these look days. Look at you. Look at you. Okay. And what I think, well, let's see here. I want to wait leave that till last. Let's go Brawling Brutes versus Imperium, six-man let's tag. Good old-fashioned Donnybrook match. This is I was going to say, do you have any kind of rules for me on this? Is this basically what we saw between uh, Sheamus and, uh, and uh, it was Drew, I guess, right, on a SmackDown where they had a Donnybrook match? Yeah, I mean, this is the only, like, Vince McMahonism, you know, this Donnybrook match. It's an Extreme Rules match. They're going to kill each other. It's going to be nuts. People are going to go flying all over the place. I do think if Sheamus wins on Friday, then Imperium's going to get the win here. And if not, vice versa. But I do need to make a call. I'm going to say Imperium comes out with the win. How about you? Damn it. I'm saying Imperium as well. I'm impressed with Imperium. I kind of like what we're seeing. You know I've been all about the Gunther of it all, as I like to say, when we bring him up on the podcast. And I like uh, Vinci. And I like uh, Ludwig. I think they're doing some good work. And as much as I despise your guy's ring outfit and hair, I really do kind of like watching him work now. He's starting to grow on me. I love it. And I like Ridge the Fridge an awful lot, man. I really do. That guy's a power house he's definitely green you know big e yeah. can attest to that yeah. but yes but he can the guy's an absolute powerhouse so I, I'm, I'm excited for this match i'm gonna i want to see you know kegs of beer hit against guys i want to see bar stools busted across guys backs and yeah ultimately i think imperium gets over here okay and 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 the cleveland crippler and chris king both are have the brawling brutes here so we got a battle going on yeah we do uh, there's definitely i'd love be... to see sheamus get the intercontinental belt too i really would come on smackdown 
Yeah, I, I think that would be I think that would be pretty cool. He's so over right now. I mean, he's like, remember I used to call white hot Bobby Lashley? It's like white hot Sheamus, and Sheamus is white, actually. Real white hot. Very he's white. white. He's going to be red after this match, though. He sure is. Speaking of people who are going to be red after a match, Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross in a strap match. Now, Rod, I love this match for Karrion Cross because um, they're going to have a lot of time to work on it. Uh, they are limited in what they can do, and I think Karrion Cross needs that to get over because his in-ring work isn't as good as it can, it, it should be in the position he is, in my opinion. I think Karrion Cross gets the win here because they they want to push him more. If he doesn't get the win here, he's going to go down a lot. So I think Karrion Cross is going to come out with the win here. Drew is fine. Drew will be back, no problem. Is he but fine though? Is he? Drew? I mean, oh yeah. He's on fire, Drew. He's yeah, going to be right. basically doing two straight losses here, though. I mean, essentially, if we don't count any of the, you know, the random works on, you know, SmackDown, if he gets beat by Karrion Cross here, but ultimately, man, I so because you're right. I mean, if we have Karrion Cross lose to Jeff Hardy here, you know, what I mean, which, yeah, which yeah, is, exactly. It's not, you know, this is a pay per view, and Drew's much more different circumstance. That's why. That's why, Jimmy, I'm going to go against you again here. I'm going to say Drew wins here. Okay. I am because because of what I was just talking myself into there. Karrion Cross shows up on Raw and gets beat by Jeff Hardy in a couple of minutes. That's terrible, right? But Karrion yes. Cross gets beat by the Scottish Warrior who just almost took the belts off of the longest reigning universal undisputed champ we've had in a long time. That's a different <laughs> story. So I'm going Drew here. Okay, the other two guys are going Drew as well. So it uh, looks like I'm in the minority there, but... Uh... I, I don't know. I, See, I'm, now I'm I don't like my pick if if Chris and Mark are there. And it, isn't it bad? And, you know, I just, just to be honest, if they were on Sorry, this guys, we love you. podcast, we would literally be saying the same thing. Um, I've, I've definitely been known to make a pick and then Chris agrees with me and then me regretting the pick very quickly. <laughs> very true. Um, so we're going to go. So one of these two matches is going to be your main event, I think. And I think it's I think it's going to be the latter of the two that I'm going to talk about. Oh, sorry. look at you. Look I'm at you. Sad. But I do. Let's you know what? Actually, I do want to talk about the ladder match first, because I think the fight pit match is going to be one you're going to be very involved with here. Bailey, Bianca in a ladder match. I'm looking forward to seeing what Bailey has, because we really haven't seen her do everything she can yet uh, since being back. She's taken it kind of slow. Not sure if this is the best match to put her in as her first her, her first um, trial here. I'd, it would be cool if they only had one ladder out instead of 500 because you can do a lot more and you got to be a lot more um, uh, specific about the moves you do. I do think we'll have more than one. I, I think Bianca's going to still come out on top on this one. Um, I could see why they would give it to Bailey, but I think Bianca's going to come out on top. I'm going the other way again, Jimmy. Okay. I think I I love that you were you were nicer to Bailey than I would have been. I. I get that damage control is a big deal because you have finally given them a name. You have given them this cool entrance, right? They showed up at SummerSlam. Everybody was freaking out for them. EO Sky and Dakota Kai are tag team champions. Bailey, everybody seems to respond to, but I just, she seems clunky to me on the mic at times. She's got to wear some of that rust off. I have yeah. not liked the matches. I haven't, but clearly, Bailey is a big deal to someone. The EST is the EST. But Bianca essentially is, I'm athletic, I beat everyone's ass, and I smile, right? And as much as I love Bianca Belair, you have to tweak that every once in a while. What better way to tweak that than to take the belt from her here and have her have to journey back towards it again at either uh, 
Survivor Series, or if we even take it into the beginning of the year, she's got to win it back again at the third straight WrestleMania. Who knows? Why not, right? But I think Bailey's getting over here. Okay. Uh, I hate it. I hate it, but I think Bailey's getting over here. You're going to really hate this. Both of the boys agree with you here. Uh, Dang Mark it. Even, Mark even goes uh, as far as to say Bailey wins setting up a toxic, toxic attraction type thing that they did in NXT where all three of them hold the belts. Uh, it does anger him because they're recycling an already used and played out storyline. So well, he is our I think NXT it's funny guy. that Mark is, Mark is angry about something that hasn't happened yet. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, we, we can we can work with that, Mark. But calm I think, down. like you Cleaver, said, right, in a, in a ladder match, there's so many things they can do. And I think that basically what you have here, right, is Bianca gets to save face because, like, Bailey can easily just climb to the top of the ladder when EO and Dakota are just holding Bianca down. You know what I mean? Like, sure. it can be just something as simple as that. And, you know, I also want to see Bailey win here because, like, we got to do something else with Alexa and Asuka instead of, her, instead of them being, like, Bianca's musketeers. This is just a bad look for them. Yeah, they're still kind of working on, you know, and and yeah, you know, if Bailey wins, you know, Mark has a has a quick prediction here. The Queen returns and create and either confronts Bailey or Rousey after they win, and I wanted to save this here. I know you would just fall off your chair. I just I think about you'd fell rather off my her, chair just at the idea of it right there. You'd rather have her return against Rousey though, I think, don't you think? I at this point, Jimmy, I'll take her just returning her. against Aaliyah, right? Just bring her back. Well, right now her husband and Sammy Guevara in uh, in AEW are having a little bit of a tiff, so we'll see. See, he's working. There. She can come back to work then. Uh, Chris also, uh, you know, like I said, Chris and um, Mark both picked Bailey on that one as well. I do agree that she can save face in this type of match. Um, I don't know. I just I have a feeling Bianca's going to win win this one. Not every title is going to change hands. No, I know. That's why I should have thought of that too. But, but I we'll just, see. Who knows? And then in one of the uh, most original matches uh, that we've seen, now they have done this in NXT. We, we've seen all the video packages. Uh, Matt Riddle against, against Seth, um, what's his, what do they call him, Seth? Freaking Rollins. Uh, inside the fight pit with special guest referee Daniel Cormier. Now, Daniel Cormier, for those of you who don't know, uh, obviously a huge Uf, UFC fighter, champion. Uh, he beat everybody except for John Jones, who always was on something when he beat Daniel Cormier, but that's uh-huh. beside the point. He's also a big fan of wrestling. Uh, they wanted him to be a commentator for SmackDown when it went over to Fox, uh, and that didn't work out. So I think this is kind of a beginning for Daniel Cormier. I believe you're looking at a Saudi Arabia match maybe with somebody. Uh, WrestleMania, perhaps. I mean, the obvious is is Cormier and Lesnar. That would be huge. Um, we'll see what happens there. But in the fight pit match, you know, there are really no rules. You got to knock out your opponent. I think Rod. Well, let's let, let let's go let's go to Mark here. The Crippler has Riddle winning with help from Cormier, and then. Um, <laughs> Besides any storyline that mentions single dads not being able to see his kids like Rollins did crosses a line for me. Alrighty. And then um, we have Rollins beating Riddle for Chris King. So this is the first one that they haven't agreed on, I think. So that's good. I think that Riddle wins this and Seth wins the U.S. championship on Monday. That's what I think is going to happen. Really? You think Bob Lashley's going down to Rollins, huh? Yeah. Wow, I see. I don't think I don't see that. I think I see Bobby continuing to do what Bobby's doing right now for the United States Championship on okay. Monday Night Raw. And here's what I would say about the Rollins continuing to bring up the Riddle family. 
I, as much as a Seth Rollins supporter as you're going to find, agree with Mark a little bit here, right? I mean, I don't, I don't quite get it. You know, Riddle's already pretty darn mad. You know, like the, the lines yeah. just kind of, they feel clunky. They kind of come out of nowhere. Clearly, Riddle has to sign off on it, and, you know, that's that's on Riddle, I guess. But, you know, these guys were pretty blood feud heated before. We didn't really need it. So, you know, I, I kind of I agree there. Uh, I, I think Matt Riddle wins here. I really do because I think there's, there's no reason to all of a sudden out of nowhere bring in Cormier, like you said, unless we're not trying to work him out for something else. And sure. What better way to like you know bring him out is that like I, I guess he though he does he supposedly has heat with Riddle in real life right like these guys don't actually like each other so then maybe it wouldn't actually make as much sense for the UFC guys sticking together to screw over Seth Rollins and then I guess there's footage of Cormier just freaking out when Rollins pulled the steel of the century yep. at WrestleMania yep. all those years back so you could easily have it go that way so I mean clearly Cormier's doing something here but. I don't know. I think I'm going with Matt Riddle here for some reason. I really just do because I know that Rollins is a bit of a Triple H guy as well, but going to the fight pit, to me, tipped hand that they were probably going to go Riddle. And this was the match that I was alluding to at the beginning that I needed the whole episode to think about. And if I sure. sound sullen right now, it's because I'm picking against my guy. But just my gut is telling me here that Riddle gets over in the fight pit match. It's odd. And that that's kind of why I think Seth, Seth needs like a big win. And... He's not. I don't think he's going to get it here. That's why I think the U.S. Championship would be good. Having a a heel with that is always is always good business. So I do think that happens. Although you know a Cormier versus Riddle match at uh, at Crown Jewel. That's the easier one to reheat, that, right? Because I mean, you're going to have to give Lesnar a huge bag to be able yeah. to pull that off, right? Whereas Riddle will just work it because he's you know under contract. He has nothing to do. So yeah, um, I'm excited for the show. I know some people aren't as, but I don't see why. You've got we're gonna have some amazing matches. Also, it's a Saturday see. night, Jim. You love the yeah. Saturday oh, night paper. Saturday night, dude, it is so much better. Thank you. Wh- whoever's making, the, I know that why they're doing it, obviously because of the NFL uh, season, but it's so much better on Saturday for everyone's lives. I would tend to agree. We are we are looking forward to it here at the uh, Morgan household. The Vanimal will be able to uh, take in uh, much of the uh, pay per view, and I'm sure that oh, he's gonna uh, that, he's gonna put his books down to come and watch some wrestling. I like that. Vanimal, yeah, he big is big reader, big reader. He is. He's definitely gonna he's gonna do some of that. So maybe we'll get a uh, maybe we'll get a couple of Vanimal takes on uh, Extreme Rules when uh, you and I reconvene to uh, to chop up what occurs in Philadelphia on Saturday on Peacock. And with that. You've been listening to the Yeah We Know podcast. You're in the ring with Jimmy and Rod. And I just want to end here by saying, folks, if you're listening to this because you're excited for Extreme Rules, that's great. But make sure you go one episode prior to this in Yeah We Know, episode 100, part two. All right, there's some good stuff happening in that. If you're somehow listening to this and you haven't listened to the episode beforehand, do yourself a favor and check that out. Some great nostalgia when you hear about how my team will reign supreme over the other team in that draft.